At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. We roll into our number two here. Dan Leach with you, taking you to midnight Eastern, 9 Pacific. Live Bet Sunday, brought to you by Bet MGM. And we got a big hour, number two, ahead of you at 10.15 Eastern, 7.15 Pacific. My man, James Alberino, spread investor. We'll talk some NBA, some college hoops. A lot to get to with James Alberino. And don't forget, coming up, hour number three at 11.15 Eastern, uh, we are going to talk to my man, Justin Perry, shot quality bets. We got some Major League Baseball and college hoops with, to discuss with him. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, if you're just joining us, baseball this weekend. My Tigers hitting home runs, getting blown out by the Orioles, but looking good in game number one. I mean, we got spring training going on. I've got an ice storm that caused, you know, power outages for five to six days here in Michigan. Just got my power on before the show tonight. So I'm sending a lot of love to anyone in the Midwest that's still without power. Uh, but we got baseball just around the corner and that's going to be a lot of fun. Obviously, it's, you know, sad that football's over, but baseball gets you through. You got golf during the summer, a lot of great horse racing. And then before you know it, football will be back. But let's kind of talk about a couple things that happened today that were very interesting to me. And, and I'll start with the Jake Paul fight. And I know that there are people out there that think that Jake Paul's a clown. And that's whatever. That's fine. I'm not trying to make the case that I... I'm just Jake Paul's my hero. I, mean, I was never like a fan of his YouTube stuff. I knew what he did. I know that they got uh, him and his brother got in trouble. Or I, I think I'm forgetting now if it was him or his brother that where they went together to that forest in Japan. I'm not going to rehash what happened there, but they made a mistake. Whoever it was, I can't remember if it was both the brothers, uh, but I know one of them did. Either way, Jake Paul is a name and he's a brand, 
And he actually took his boxing career seriously and had some nice fights. And actually, I bet on him a few times and won some money. But it's one of these things where it's like he's got so many haters just because he's Jake Paul that have not looked at the commitment he's put into, you know, actually taking boxing seriously and trying to make his way through some serious fighters. And, you know, he fights Tommy Fury. I know that, you know, it was, uh, you know, the time difference made it a 2 p.m. Eastern start. And it, the streak's over. He was undefeated going into that fight. And uh, in a close split decision, Tommy Fury, who is the half-brother, of course, of heavyweight great Tyson Fury, by the way, it was really cool because I'm a big boxing guy. No disrespect to MMA and UFC and stuff. I, I, I like it. I watch it. I bet on it. But I've always been a boxing guy going back to when I was a kid. Watch, you know, Mike Tyson and, and Buster Douglas live on HBO when they were in Tokyo and Julio Cesar Chavez and Meldrick Taylor. And I think it was a Richard Steele stopped the fight with, you know, there was he should have let the, the fight keep going and, and Meldrick Taylor should have won that one and it stopped before the bell. It was stupid. Um, but I, I just have always been a big boxing guy. And Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder, you know, saw each other. There was a cool video of it. Obviously, Tyson Fury's there to support his half brother. Uh, before the fight tonight, it was the first time they had seen each other since the, the third fight of that trilogy. And I, I mean, I love both those fighters. Big Deontay Wilder fan. I have been for a while. But uh, it's it's interesting because this is a, a guy in, in Jake Paul that has made millions of dollars doing this. And, and they've sold millions of pay-per-views. And I had a friend that had a party today. He invited me to it. And obviously, I had a lot going on with the power being out and getting ready for the show, hoping, finding a place to do the show if I didn't have power here at the, the studio. And people are into it. And I know, as I mentioned, there's haters, but hate all you want. You got to respect, you know, respect the game because this Jake Paul fought some solid fighters and won every bout, but he finally got stopped earlier today. Uh, the decision, by the way, was 74-75, the one judge that gave it to Jake Paul, 76-73 and 76-73 for Fury. And I know there was some controversy and, you know, Jake, there's a rematch clause, so we'll probably, we're never going to see another one. It was built in uh, to this to this fight. Uh, I just I know that there's certain people that just think it's a joke. I don't. I actually have respect for Jake Paul. I'm not trying to say he can go out there and like fight you know a Roy Jones Jr. or you know a Floyd Mayweather type guy. Maybe someday he will. When those guys are obviously they keep getting older, but it's interesting to me. It really is. I mean, I think that what he has done is create this kind of new path for someone to get into whether it's boxing. Maybe eventually you'll see this in MMA. I mean, we've seen it with some celebrities. Did Ocho Cinco do some boxing? And I'm trying to remember right now some other guys that did uh, MMA that, you know, you know came out of nowhere. Uh, I know Nate Robinson, the former NBA player, the Celtic dunk contest winner. Uh, I know he did, you know, he. I think that was Jake Paul's first fight, right? Uh, it, I just, I, I think this, it's fascinating to me because people are betting on it. People are watching it. He's being, making millions. And this, you, this could be something we see other people, whether it's a YouTuber, an actor, whoever it is, influencer, find a way if they are talented enough. And I'm not talking about taking like really crapstick fights and fighting guys that aren't any good. And some of the fights that Jake Paul took earlier, you know, they weren't against top, top level, you know, guys, or I'm not saying top level guys like Floyd Mayweather, but they weren't, you know, against people that were really respected for their boxing acumen overall in the box community. But this is a guy that never boxed before. So it's not like this guy you know, grew up uh, on, on the mean streets and was, you know, fighting when he was younger and then became a YouTube star and decided to go back to boxing or, or make a move in boxing. He never had fought before and he trained hard and he brought some good people into his camp and won a bunch of fights until today. So I, I just, I know that there are people out there that think it's stupid, but 
you can say that all you want. If people are buying it and people are watching it, it's something that's obviously valuable and something that's been successful. And I think it's going to keep going on. And we'll see if they have a rematch. Uh, but today was Tommy Fury, the half-brother of uh, Tyson Fury's day, as he gets that split decision uh, and probably cashed a lot of tickets for people out there. And then another thing that I thought, or I, I think that has been very interesting, has been the XFL. Because we know for such a long time that there's no league, whether it was NFL Europa, previously NFL Europe, uh, WLAF, whatever you know the different names were, uh, you know, the American uh, Football League from a few years back. We know the USFL and obviously the XFL in the first incarnation stopped, you know, after the first season, I believe it was. USFL back in the day was the closest competition the NFL ever had, but it was a different time period back then and there wasn't all the streaming stuff and the internet and just the way the NFL has grown to be by far the biggest sport in this country. I just wonder if any of these leagues really ever will make it. And I, I, you know, I've looked at some of the ratings. They're not terrible. And I know the USFL is going to get going again. We got a team here in Michigan, the Panthers. You know, obviously the team names are some of them from the past, but not really anything to do with that past franchise. The Michigan Panthers are the only team in Detroit pro football that has won a title since '57. So, you know, if you're a Lions, you know, a Lions fan, uh, you know, a sad sack Lions fan like me that will never give up on them, that's the only team that's ever actually won a title since well before I was born. But I wonder if these leagues are going to make it. And I know that people have been betting on this stuff. And to me, I just have been leaning on a few overs because I think that these overs in the mid-30s have been too low. And, and we've had games, obviously, that have gone under. But to start the, the league, and obviously earlier this week, there was a Thursday game that I believe uh, hit the over by a half point. I just feel like that's going to be what you're going to look at. Like, betting on these teams by week maybe four or five, you'll have a better idea of it. Certain teams that have top-level defenses, certain teams that obviously have a good quarterback-coach combo. That's kind of what I looked at. Over the first few weeks, I haven't really betted much, obviously. But you look at these totals, and that's where you got to, I think, look for value because as the odds makers who don't have, I mean, they obviously have great ways of the algorithms and, and figuring out ways to line games. And you figure, how do you know what these XFL teams are going to do? They've never played before. And, uh, you know, you got new teams and new players and all these, you know, crazy rules and, you know, going for the, the, the instead of the outside kick, the fourth and fifth team, which I hope somebody in the NFL uh, adopts. You know, how can you figure it out? And as a better, you got to be careful and make sure you're not just batting the bat and you look at different value in how games are starting to go. I think the totals are where you look. I think there are going to be at least two games every week of the four games that are going to have value on taking it over unless Vegas kind of catches up or the Osbeers catch up and the lines start going higher as these teams get more familiar. And I know there's certain teams that, you know, based on the other opposing defense, are not going to score a lot of points. But to me, it seems like there's going to be a couple games each week that will be lockdown, drag out, huge value plays on the overs because they're too low. And that's where I'm looking right now. And I, I just, it's, it's fascinating to me to think if we are going to see one of these leagues, or maybe even both, but I think probably just one would have, a, you know, the best chance in five or 10 years from now of being around. There will never be a direct competition, obviously to the NFL. It's never going to come close to that. It's like I went to Eastern Michigan University, right down the street from Michigan. And I, you know, I lived in Ann Arbor where University of Michigan is, had a lot of friends there, obviously did a lot of broadcast stuff at both schools. Eastern could never compete with Michigan. There were certain times they actually were doing their games when Michigan had a home game at noon. They were doing them at, 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 at one o'clock or sometimes noon. That's crazy. Why would you play your game at the same time as, as Michigan? Do it on a Thursday night. Do it on a Friday night. And obviously, you have the action now on Tuesday, so it's a little different later in the season. But you can't compete with the Wolverines if you're Eastern Michigan. 
You can't really truly compete with the NFL or the XFL or the USFL. What you can do is you can fill that void that us football lovers have from the end of the Super Bowl, obviously, till the draft, and then obviously playing again until training camp and the preseason in August. And I think there's definitely a spot if the quality of play is there and you don't have too many wacky rules that make people think this looks comical, that one of these leagues would have staying power. And you saw what the USFL has done over the last year. Some guys made it to the NFL. It's going to be a great, almost minor league type system if they have high quality play. And that's what I'm looking for, not just the betting angles, but I would love to have a viable, at least one of these leagues, be a league that every year you know it's going to be good. It's not going to be the NFL. It's not going to be that that quality. It never will. But it's going to be fun to watch, fun to bet on. There'll be value to bet on it. And it'll be something that you want to do as baseball gets going and March Madness gets going. That's what my great hope is. And I, I just think that one of these leagues has a real chance if they have the right kind of formula to do that. Otherwise, if these both fail again, I mean, maybe there'll be another league that keeps trying to do it. If these both fail, I think it's never going to happen. By the way, update for you, 4.2 seconds left. Warriors, 108. Timberwolves, 104. Clay Thompson with 32 points. Blazers up right now on the Rockets, 71 to 54. They're running away with that one with 50 seconds left in the second quarter. We will talk with James Alberino, the spread investor, talking a little college hoops, NBA. Coming up next, I am Dan Leach here on Live Bet Sunday, brought to you by BetMGM. We are knee-deep in the hoopla, knee-deep in hour number two, and this is VSIT. The Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking. When we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs, 
Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. You know, hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. And the Sports Betting Network. And Visa Podcast, you got to love them. Hardwood Handicappers, Visa's NBA betting podcast, Hardwood Handicappers is back. Visa Senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel goes through all the top storylines and betting angles across the association to help you become a smarter NBA better. Download and subscribe to Hardwood Handicappers wherever you get your podcasts. Also, need more college basketball insight? Check out the podcast Coast to Coast Hoops. Greg Hoops Peterson will look at every college basketball game on the schedule to find betting opportunities. Greg has an opinion on every single college hoops game and sets his own lines. Coast to Coast Hoops provides unique insights and looks for those games that have solid betting opportunities. Download Coast to Coast Hoops now at vsin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast while you are there. Catch up on every VEASAN show as well. And also, Visa has a new podcast to help you about college hoops. It's called the Visa College Basketball Betting Podcast. Each week, each week, Tim Murray, Matt Humans, and Anna Burke give you three episodes breaking down games, finding value, and examining the futures markets to help you as a better. Check out Visa's College Basketball Betting Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And check out my next guest, one of the greats, James Alberino, the spread investor. James, we talked last week. It went so great, and you're so top level. We had to do a twofer. Great to hear you and see you again. And uh, we're getting closer and closer to that magical time of year known better as March Madness. March sneaks up on you, doesn't it? It feels like Super Bowl just ended. Now you're getting into Selection Sunday is two weeks from tonight. It's pretty crazy, but exciting at the same time. No, it really is. By the way, follow James on Twitter. It's Spread Investor. So much I, I want to get to you with here, James. And, and we're going to get into a lot of college basketball talk, but Let's start with, I mean, I, I, my man Jason Kahn, the top-level producer, big Lakers slap. You know, he wanted to do the whole show on the Lakers today, but let's talk about this team. They get the nice win in Dallas. I, I said this at the, at the outset of the show. I look at the Lakers as a team that should make the playoffs now with D'Angelo Russell, whether it's in the playoff, the play-in tournament, or it's as a, one of the regular seeds. But either way, I just don't see them having a chance to do more than it maybe if they're in the play-in getting in or winning one round. Am I discounting the fact that Russell Westbrook was a cancer and now having D'Angelo Russell with LeBron James and obviously Anthony Davis and others makes them a much, obviously, better team? We know that. But a team that really could do anything, can they get hot over the last part of the season and be a team that can get to the Western Conference Finals? Or is that just all crazy talk right now? Look, that is... A little bit of optimistic talk, talking about Western Conference Finals right now, but it's not out of the realm of possibilities. And 
aside from a guy like D'Angelo Russell, the biggest piece in this trade w- was Vanderbilt. If you watch that game today, Vanderbilt was one-on-one with Luka Doncic for the majority of the second half. Doncic was struggling because Vanderbilt is a guy that's 6'10 with a big wingspan, and he can stay in front of guards. He's quick enough to defend guards. And that's a unicorn, essentially, in the NBA. You don't have many guys like that. All the buzz when people talk about NBA is the star power on the offensive side of the ball. If you have one of those pieces which there's not many like Vanderbilt in, in the league. There, there's maybe a dozen of them that you call a ball stopper. And, and when you can limit the other team's best player, it not only takes the other team out of their offense, but on the defensive side, you see when guys aren't hitting shots, when a team's not in rhythm, their defense starts taking a toll as well. So I think the Lakers can make some noise. This is a really impressive win today. It come from behind win. And when they needed a bucket, they, they hit the right matchups. They were able to get Anthony Davis switched up on smaller defenders. LeBron's obviously always going to have matchups that he could go after. And, and when you've got other shooters now surrounding them, I think there is upside. And, and Lakers, a ticket to win the West around 13 or plus 1,500 is worth a little bit of money. No, it is, and you make some great points there. And, and Vanderbilt, by the way, was one of four Lakers starters of double figures. I mean, I mentioned Davis, you know, with 30 points, a double-double for him. And you look at what they've done lately, and, and yes, you know, they beat the Warriors by 13. Oh, the Warriors have been banged up, no Steph Curry. You know, beat New Orleans before that. They lost to, to Portland on the road, but beat the Warriors right before that on the road. I think this win, James, against the Mavericks, you mentioned the come from behind. You mentioned the great defense that, that, that Vanderbilt had on Doncic, who we know is easily one of the top three or four players in the NBA, the guy's just a, an artist. That, to me, might have been their most impressive win in a while, and it, it shows you, like you mentioned, and with 13 or 15 to 1 value, uh, you know, to win the West, th- that, to me, is where you got you to buy them now because if they keep this going, and they got a game against the Grizzlies uh, coming up on Tuesday, th- those numbers are just going to go down. Is this where you think you have to invest in them if you believe in that theory? Or maybe could you wait a little while and the line still could stay and, and go up a little more? There's no time to wait. They only have 21 games left. The gap between them at the 11 seed and the Mavs at the 6 seed is only two and a half games. So right. if they crack into the 8th or the 7th seed, the conversations are only going to get louder. And in a big market, the number is going to drop extremely fast. It'll go closer to 10 to 1 to win the West. So if you bet them, you've got to bet them now. And they have games against the Thunder, and I'm looking at it again, the Thunder and the Wolves, two very winnable games after the Grizzlies. So this has an opportunity to be a good week. And when you talk about building chemistry, when you have new players on a roster, what better better way to build chemistry than go through a 25-point comeback together and win? Yep. No, you, you could have said it better. And as I mentioned, Lakers winners of four or five beat the Warriors twice. And that was, as I mentioned, the most impressive win, at least to me, in the last uh, several weeks for the Lakers. Maybe the most important of the season or best of the season. Let's talk about some games coming up tomorrow. Uh, this is a good one. You got the Celtics off that win at, at Philly against the Knicks at home. Knicks have been a very tough team, uh, you know, for much of the season at uh, Madison Square Garden. Right now, the Celtics, 44 wins, obviously the class of the Eastern Conference. They come in two and a half point favorites, total 223 and a half. You know, Randall has played very well in big games at home. And obviously, you got the Celtics team. You get scoring from all over the place. Tatum averaging 30 a game right now. How do you feel about this one tomorrow at the Garden? This is going to be a great game. It's a great game. And this moved uh, from four to two and a half right away. The Knicks were four-point underdogs 
the opener offshore. And the, the Knicks are playing really, really well. The tough dynamic here is now there's expectations on the Knicks. They're not really flying under the radar anymore. So over the last couple of years, that's been the thing for this team. It's not really a question of talent. They have it. It's when, when the lights are brightest, when they're expected to win and they play a really good team, are they going to show up? The Knicks are really trending up. Josh Hart is a big piece for them because, again, he's one of those guys. He's a ball stopper. He's a, he brings a lot of energy to this team. Tough case to, to bet against Boston right now. If you're getting in front of that team, especially with the momentum that they have from the way the game Saturday night ended in Philadelphia, tough call. The Knicks did play the, the Celtics really well twice at home last year. So you're going to get a good effort from them. But uh, let's see. This is, this is one to really see where the Knicks are at. Yeah, this 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 streams of you know you, you know a kind of game where the line moves towards the Knicks, and obviously we both mentioned that they've you know, played well against the Celtics at home recently, but you know it seems like the Celtics could just run away with this game uh, after what you know has happened with them recently. Uh, another game coming up tomorrow night. You know you look at the Sixers. Uh, you know come off the loss to Boston before that. Uh, you know they'd won five in a row. The Heat they've lost four in a row. Interesting game. Uh, you know this one of course in Philadelphia. Sixers, a six-point favorite right now. The total, 216. He come in 32-29. and 29. Sixers, 39-20. and 20. I know they lost that game out of the break, but obviously Joel Embiid is unstoppable, 33-10 and, and 10 a game, uh, averaging for him right now. Is there value on, you know, the Sixers maybe having a little fog out of the break for right now and taking the heat, or is this the kind of game where, you know, Philadelphia mad about the loss to Boston, comes out of the gates fast and kind of runs away with this thing? The Sixers at home have been really, really tough. And this is going to be a spot that's tough to go against them. I don't like laying six in the NBA very often, but it's not a great case to, to make for Miami right now. They're struggling. When, when you're not only on a losing streak, but you're on a losing streak right out of the all-star break when you didn't have a good first half of the season, the questions are really starting to pile up. They lose to the Hornets. They get blown out versus Milwaukee. Their problem all season, and they really didn't address it, they don't have – they don't have – front court depth when Bam Adebayo is not in the game they have a lot of questions defensively with their big guys they rely on Bam so much and when you have your your performance relying a lot on one guy inside and, and he gets into foul trouble it really starts opening up the cracks and the holes that the Heat roster has that they didn't have last year so this is a look to play Philly or or nothing uh, a little bit expensive of a number yeah, James, you might have a, the best coach, you know, many people feel is the best coach in Spolster in the NBA, but when you got holes, like you mentioned, and uh, you rely too much on certain guys, things can be obviously very, very tough, uh, you know, in these kind of situations. And I think you made a good point about what they're lacking this year, the Heat are, uh, compared to last year. Uh, James, we've got to get to some college hoops coming up next. Can you stick around and talk a little, you know, leading into March Madness action? Absolutely. Best time of the year. It's the best time of the year. It's like Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever, Easter, all wrapped into one. More with James Alberito. Follow him at Spread Investor on Twitter coming up next. We'll get into some college hoops big weekend as well with a bunch of buzzer beaters. This is a live bet Sunday brought to you by BetMGM. I'm Dan Leach. You can follow me on Twitter at Dan Leach DTM. More to come with James Alberito ahead right here on Visa, the Sports Betting Network.
Prices Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for a betting edge on the NHL, NBA, or college basketball, the VSEN experts have got you covered. Become a VSEN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. What a deal! VSEN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSEN show hosts and guests like our man James Alvarino on right now. Tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VSEN betting guides for the biggest games of the season, where experts break down brackets, best bets, and daily props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit vsin.com slash subscribe today. Sign up for only $9.99. That's vsin.com slash subscribe. We're wrapping with the great aforementioned James Alberino, spread investor. Uh, get him on Twitter at spread investor. I got to ask you, James, it's one of the great names I've ever seen when it comes to this business. Where did spread investor come? Did you start that when you were betting on games in elementary school like myself, or was it later in life? <laughs> well, I I started in this business nine years ago, so I was in my early 20s and before legalization, and it was a little bit uh, more acceptable to use your full name. I, I wanted to have a, a strong business name, and not to not to go under as a, as a single person, but something that that represents more um, a good betting term and something that gets you away from thinking of of the quick fix, the quick uh, get down money and, and get money fast. And uh, this in, in a creative state of mind one night just came to mind and I liked it. Well, that's good news that I, first of all, like I mentioned, it's one of the great names that I've ever heard, but I'm glad that you were as much of a degenerate as I was starting betting on ping pong <laughs> when I was in elementary school and, you know, doing parlay cards in middle school at Warner middle school here. And don't tell my parents, I don't want to upset them because they didn't know I was doing that stuff, but it's great to have you on. As I mentioned, follow James on Twitter at spread investor at fun talk at NBA, but we got to move over to some March Madness college basketball talk. It felt James like this past weekend with the Arizona state buzzer beater, that absurd Iowa barrage of threes and comeback against my hated rival, the Michigan state Spartans go Iowa. And of course my Wolverines with Hunter Dickinson draining the three at the end of regulation and coming back and beating Wisconsin late in the game for a big, uh, you know, it was a quad two win for Michigan. It would have been a quad one win for uh, Wisconsin, but a big win for them to keep their tournament hopes alive. What do you think, uh, you know, when you look at this past weekend, was the, the the team that did themselves the best? Was it Arizona State? Was it Michigan? Was it Iowa? I mean, obviously, Iowa's not really a bubble team right now as much as the Wolverines and Arizona State are. What was the team that impressed you the most coming out of the weekend? Michigan really needed that game. Yep. And for them to, to win that on a prayer from Dickinson was, was really, really needed. Uh, I think they put themselves in position. Uh, not that Wisconsin at home is a huge, huge win, but they could not afford to lose that game at 10-7. and seven. Um, I thought Maryland picked up a, a big win versus Northwestern at home. Yep. Um, and, yeah, team that really hurt themselves yesterday with one of these, these late-game collapses. Iowa State really, really hurt themselves. On the flip side, they were 8-7 and seven in conference coming into yesterday. And they go to eight and eight, lose to an Oklahoma team that's been reeling all season. So, yeah, complete opposite. Didn't do themselves favors. All right, well, let's talk about some games coming up, uh, you know, tomorrow. And, and this is a fascinating one to me. You look at Baylor 
And, uh, you know, obviously a top 10 type team, you know, the Big 12, the best conference, I think hands down in, in college basketball, with all due respect to my Big 10, that maybe last year was the best conference. You know, they lost to Kansas after they were up huge and Kansas came back. We talked about that last week. Lost to K-State on the road, the kind of Kansas swing, and then beat Texas in a, in a big game over the weekend. Before that, they had won four in a row. And then Oklahoma State, a team that had been playing some really good basketball until they did it. And you look at what they've done in the last four games. They've lost four in a row. Kansas, TCU, West Virginia on the road, and K-State at home. That was a bad loss to me. Uh, if you're Oklahoma State, a lot of people like them uh, in that spot. But now you look at this game at Oklahoma State. Is this kind of like a, a last stand for them to really make a credible late regular season win before the Big 12 tournament? Baylor, a really short favorite right now, minus one and a half. The total, 142 and a half. 9 p.m. ESPN. To me, this screams trap. But I think Baylor's going to win this by 10. Am I, am I on target here? No, I like Baylor as well. If you watch that game live Saturday, Keontae George, one of Baylor's top scorers, gets hurt. They're down double digits at the time. And their run and, and, and when they took the lead coincided exactly when he got hurt. The rest of the roster had to step up. There was urgency when he got injured. And another thing that doesn't get, and it won't get talked about too much, is Keontae George is a great scorer. He's a freshman, and he's one of the few young guys on that team. Defensively is where there could be lapses from him and from Baylor in general when he's on the floor. The rest of the team is more experienced defensively. They've played in big games defensively, and I think that's where you can see Baylor benefit from this because he's going to be out for tomorrow's game too. So if the urgency and their defense steps up, they're really, really tough to beat, and they still have a lot of scorers outside of Deontay George. Oklahoma State's desperate. Two weeks ago, they're pretty much a shoe-in in the tournament, and then this four-game losing streak, you know, so it sets up a tough dynamic where it's tough to play against a desperate team, but at some point, if they're neck-and-neck neck with Baylor, which you have to expect because Baylor's now finally back on the upswing after a couple of weeks, if it's a close game in the second half, the team that is under a lot of pressure, sometimes that doesn't work in your favor, especially if you're not that, that talented. You have very little margin for error, and it could be one of those games where Oklahoma State will this away in the last eight minutes. Yeah, it reminds me in a way. I mean, obviously, Wisconsin's not Baylor, but, you know, back against the wall game like Michigan had against Wisconsin, it's kind of a back against your wall game for Oklahoma State. And, you know, that's the, that's where you got to win these kind of games. You mentioned, obviously, it's close late. Baylor's the classy team, and it can be really tough when Oklahoma State starts questioning themselves as part of that four-game losing streak, which just kind of piles on, kind of the way North Carolina was going. Uh, as they were losing some games in, in the recent weeks. Let's look at some games on Tuesday. I know we don't have lines yet, but a couple really interesting ones. And we'll start with NC State, who is doing everything right, playing great basketball, and then Clemson comes around and makes them look silly. We know the Duke Blue Devils are a team that obviously have come kind of into a, a nice little shape and form. As of late, they won four in a row. They beat Notre Dame, which who cares? Uh, one on the road at Syracuse, beat Louisville, then beat uh, you know a, a tough Virginia Tech team. This game, I mean, I'm thinking, will it be Duke five, six and a half, something like that, wherever you think it's going to be. But to me, I'm looking at NC State for a bounce back here, and maybe the points could be valuable if it's enough. Yeah, it's going to be a pretty expensive number on Duke with the way that they've been playing. The only element that can really factor into playing against NC State is the fact that NC State blew out Duke in North Carolina earlier in the season. So Duke is going to bring their best effort 
they finally have momentum. They're finally playing a lot better than they were in the early part of the season. So it's tough to get in front of Duke in this spot, but I do agree with you with NC State overall. They're playing really, really good basketball. I just, I'm not sold that this is a spot for them, even if the points are attractive. Sure. Talking to Spread Investor James Alvarino here. Follow him on Twitter at Spread Investor on Live Bet Sunday Night, brought to you by BetMGM. And this is another game. We got my, my hogs that gave me that ridiculous backdoor cover plus the eight. I mean, it looked like they should obviously have covered easily because they might have won the game in the first half. Then obviously, uh, you know, Alabama comes all the way back and some late threes and foul shots at the end. You know, they cover uh, lucky. I feel like a lucky cover. Uh, but you look at Tennessee as they'll host them nine o'clock at night on Tuesday. I love Arkansas. I think Arkansas is still a team that obviously we talked about this last yeah. week that could run through the tournament. I know you like them as well. Tennessee at home, very, very tough. They're 21-8. and eight. Uh, Arkansas comes in with 19 wins. Obviously, I, w- I would think we're going to probably have a decent number on Tennessee as well in this one. What do you think about the value? Where are you finding in this game? Yeah, I'm waiting for the opener on Arkansas. I think Arkansas is very, very good, and they're still undervalued. Like you said, they, they were missing a bunch of free throws in that second half. Otherwise, that game should have covered a, a lot sure. with a lot less uh, nerves at the end. <laughs> Arkansas's got Arkansas's got a lot of size. They've got defense. They got arguably their best player back, Nick Smith Jr. recently, and and now they're starting to play better. They're a tournament battle team. This was a team that beat Gonzaga last year in the tournament when Gonzaga was the overall number one seed. So they're they're built for late February, early March type games. Tennessee goes on scoring droughts at times, and this is a tough matchup for them. Arkansas is going to be getting at least a couple of points. Um, they, they'll they'll be getting somewhere around two possessions, and Arkansas can keep you around 65, 67 points. You saw the, the trouble that Alabama had. So uh, Arkansas won at Kentucky a couple of weeks ago by 15. They were seven-point underdogs before that at Baylor. They lost by three. And then eight and a half yesterday, and they lose by three. Yep. I mean, listen, they might be Razorbacks, James, but I feel like the dogs will be barking in that one on Tuesday night against Tennessee. Great stuff from you, as always. Really appreciate you coming. I look forward to doing it again. And we are like, the calendar's about to turn to March. It was kind of Marchy this past weekend with all the buzzer beaters. But we are into that magical time of the year, and I can't wait to enjoy it with you, my man. Oh, it's going to be great. Thanks for having me on, man. Hey, great stuff. My pleasure. Please follow James Alberino on Twitter at Spreadinvestor. Always great stuff. He's on top of the college hoop, one of the best college hoops, excuse me, one of the best in the business. All right, we're going to update you on the NBA action uh, that's still going on and a big hour number three ahead as well. I'm Dan Leach. You can follow me on Twitter at Dan Leach DTM. And you are watching and listening to Live Bet Sunday, brought to you by BetMGM. This is Visa. Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. 
That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Even a wager that misses can still be a slam dunk with BetMGM. An authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Place an NBA one-game parlay wager with four legs or more, and if you miss one leg, you'll receive up to $25 back in bonus bets. Just opt into this promotion on BetMGM's app or website. With one-game parlay, you can make selections within a single NBA game, including team and player props. So go ahead, take your favorite NBA star to score big, home team to cover, and the over in the points. Opt into the promotion and place an NBA one-game parlay wager of four legs or more, and you'll get up to 25 bucks back in bonus bets if you miss one leg. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Great stuff with my man James Alberino. As we uh, close out hour number two here, we're going to update you on what's going on in the NBA. A crazy first half for one of the great players in the league. And then hour three jam-packed as well. We'll talk some college hoops looking ahead at Monday's slate and some big games and tournaments that are going to get going uh, over the next week. And then at 11-15 uh, East and 8-15 West, we'll talk with Justin Perry, shot quality bets. Look forward to talking with him about some college basketball and major league baseball. But let's talk about the NBA, and my man Jason Kahn has been uh, keeping me updated on what's going on with Dame Lillard as the Blazers, you know, rock. I mean, not that it matters, but the, the Rockets are so bad, it's no surprise they're rocking the Rocket ships. But Dame at 41 at halftime. He has 46 now. Rockets, or excuse me, Blazers up 92-71. I, I don't think he'll play that much more unless 
He wants to go for like a Kobe Bryant 81-point game. But you look at Dame with 26 minutes tonight, 15 of 23, 9 of 13 from downtown, perfect 7 of 7 for the free throw line, plus 16 on the court, uh, which is third best overall, and 46 points, as we mentioned, 41 in the first half. Maybe you did one of those BetMGM, uh, you know, one-game parlays with Dave Lillard on the over points and uh, points and, and, and assists. He's got five assists, by the way. Uh, he's having a game against, obviously, one of the worst teams in the NBA. As we mentioned uh, in the last segment, the Warriors, they were about to win against the T-Wolves. It was down to the final seconds, and they did hang on and win at 109-104. The T-Wolves were up for a lot of portions of that game, not necessarily big leads, uh, but the Warriors come back and win for the 24th time at home. Reed with 39-5 steals, the center for uh, Minnesota, and Klay Thompson finished with 32, and the Warriors get a nice home win against the D'Angelo Russell-less War, uh, Timberwolves, a game, I say nice home win because they were losing late in the game. They went at 109-104, to 104, and I was way off thinking that game might get to, not that I, I gave the play out or anything, but I thought maybe this game's going to go over the total, but they did not score a lot of points in the final five minutes. It ends up, uh, what, about 17 or so points under the total in that one. Uh, Warriors games normally have been going over the total. 109-104, as I mentioned, the final in that one. Kings earlier tonight, they take down the Thunder in OKC. The Kings win for the 35th time. They're 124-115 winners over the Thunder. De'Aaron Fox, nice night for him. He had 33 and eight dimes. Josh, get up. He had 18 and seven for the Thunder. The Cavaliers, 118-93 at home over the Raptors. They win for the 39th time as Cleveland, one of the better teams in the Eastern Conference. They're going to be fascinating to watch come playoff time, and I love Donovan Mitchell. I wish he was a Piston. He should have been. He actually went to my boarding school, Brewster Academy. I talked to their coach, the great Jason Smith, who's become one of the great high school coaches, prep coaches in the country. He said, your Pistons are going to take uh, Donovan Mitchell, right? I'm like, they better. And of course they did it. Uh, but he had 35, 6, and 3. And obviously, the Jazz were the team that took him. And then he obviously, uh, you know, went over to the Cavaliers. Uh, he is going to be a beast in the playoffs. So the Cavaliers, 118-93 over the Raptors. Now, this is the, the game of the year, if you ask my producer, Jason Kahn. Lakers, and, and listen, I talked about it with, with James Alvarino earlier, too. This was, I think, the best win of the season for the Lakers. I know it was only a three-point win. But when you look at them, you know, obviously definitely the best win since they've got D'Angelo Russell in that short period of time. But down 20-plus points. On the road, they come back with an incredible game by Anthony Davis. 30-15-3 box. But James Alvarino brought up a great point. When you look at what Vanderbilt did against Luka Doncic defensively, and Vanderbilt had 15 points himself. It was plus 14 on the court. What he did against Doncic defensively was unbelievable. And it shows you that while the Lakers, you know, there's a long way to go. There's a long way to go before you start talking about them having a chance to do anything. Right now, the Lakers are sitting in, you know, the outside looking in the 11th spot, if you will. But they're just a few games out of the 6th spot. And that's where Dallas currently resides. So this is a Lakers team now with a player, D'Angelo Russell, who's like the anti-Russell Westbrook. All due respect to Russell Love Muscle. He's a great player. But he was a negative player for the Lakers. And now that he's gone, working along with guys like Davis, obviously, and LeBron, the NBA all-time points leader, and, and guys like Vanderbilt, this Lakers team, maybe they can get something going and things can be a little different than we thought they would be for the Lakers before the trade deadline, before the All-Star break. So we shall see what happens with the Lakers uh, in L.A. and we'll see if they can make Jason happy. 
uh, as they did today. You wanted me to do the whole show on the Lakers. I said, maybe I'll talk about them for three minutes. Uh, but no, big win for the Lakers. I think the best win of the season for the most important one so far. Obviously, you can't go crazy about a win or a loss in the NBA regular season, but certain wins definitely mean more. Certain losses mean more. And the fact that Lakers came all the way back after being outscored 28-16 in the first, uh, you know, and, and beat the late, uh, the Mavericks on the road uh, with Doncic, you know, doing uh, having a 26-9 and point game. That, to me, was a great win for the Lake Show. Wizards and Bulls. Wizards still an interesting team to me in the Eastern Conference because there's really no dominant teams when you go below, you know, the top three out there in the East. I think the Wizards could be a team that could do something in the playoffs, not really, really go far, uh, but there could be some value in betting them or, you know, taking them to win a, a playoff series. We'll see. Bulls, though, get the job done today. They're playing some better basketball. 102 to 82 was the final in the Windy City. DeMar DeRozan, big night for him, big afternoon for him, 29 and six times. Uh, for Chicago, the Hawks hang on and beat the Nets. They outscore them, uh, you know, early in the game, but actually got outscored by the Nets in the second half by five. Still hang on and win it, 129 to 127. Trey Young doing Trey Young things, 34 and eight times for him. Uh, Camp Johnson for the Nets, 27 points. The Bucks they hang on against the Suns. Uh, obviously, the Greek freak and his injuries continue to be an issue at times. But Milwaukee, of course, uh, incredible team. Great at home. They moved to 26 and 5 uh, in Milwaukee, 43 and 17, uh, and second best in the East, 104 to 100 over the Suns. Drew Holiday with 33, DeAndre Ayton with a double double uh, with 22 and 11. And then we do have the clip joint and the Nuggets. Remember, I told you I leaned on the over. I don't think we're really going to get there. Uh, maybe we'll see. You never know what happens in the second half. But right now, uh, they scored just 81 points, but there's plenty of time left in the second quarter. Nuggets up 47 to 34. I know the Clippers have not been able to buy a basket of this one. So far, Jokic with eight points. Highland for the Clippers with 10. And just taking a look at what's going on. Highland with 10 off the bench. No points for Paul George so far. You have Kawhi with seven. Uh, no points for Plumlee, which is not the biggest of surprises, but uh, you know, he hasn't done anything yet. And then Russell Westbrook just with two points as we are now with seven minutes left in the second quarter. That ain't going to work on the road against the Nuggets. And Jason Kahn, uh, the great producer, brought up an important point. You know, they're off the double overtime loss. They're in the Mile High City. And this was going to be a tough spot for the Clippers to win this game. But I still uh, lead on the over because I figured not a lot of defense being played. Nuggets would score a lot of points. Clippers would be down. And maybe they could find a way to get over that total. I believe it was 236 uh, at tip-off. And the Nuggets were a four-point favorite. But they looked like they were well on their way to a nice cover. Uh, by the way, I mentioned eight points, four assists, and a rebound so far uh, for Joker. Murray with nine, K KCP, the former Piston. Uh, Caldwell Pope with six, and Porter Jr. with six off the bench. You have seven for Brown uh, as well for the Denver Nuggets. And as I mentioned, we're going to get into some games that are coming up in college basketball. Uh, a big, I I'll tell you this, it's a big Monday and Tuesday slate with some very juicy games, was able to kind of get into some of those uh, with James Alberino, but I really want to talk some more about some of those games, including, uh, you know, Villanova at Seton Hall, Indiana at Iowa. What, what a bad loss for, or bad loss for Purdue. I thought Purdue was going to take down Indiana because Indiana has been so bad at offensive rebounding lately. Trace Jackson Davis, you know, wasn't scoring, yet Indiana wins on the road at Purdue. So Indiana versus Iowa off that miracle comeback win against the Spartans. Very intriguing game as well. And, of course, Baylor-Oklahoma State, that comes up 
on Big Monday tomorrow. So we'll break all that stuff down. As I mentioned, at 11.15 uh, Eastern Time and at 8.15 Pacific, we'll talk with Justin Perry, Shot Quality Bets. Get a little college basketball talk with him as well as some Major League Baseball. He's got some plays on the AL and NL MVP and the NL Cy Young. You're not going to want to miss that. So stick around for that at 11.15. This is Live Bet Sunday brought to you by BetMGM. I'm Dan Leach. You can follow me on Twitter at DanLeachDTM. If you're wondering, the DTM stands for Dan the Man. This is Beeson, the Sports Bet Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.